Because I figure out which one those red ones are. We're going to be in business. By an ancient pact, the members of Friendly Town have agreed to expunge their holiday sins by way of a process known as Poetry Death Loop. By a significantly later addendum to that pact, it was upgraded to video death loop. <laughs> That's right. John Hurst and I am here as emissaries of Santa Claus and iTunes to help you not receive coal on Christmas, but rather presents. That's right. And of course, we have got the worst of friendly towns sinful holiday sinners to join us on the front lines. That would be Shane Ryan. Oh, hey. Whose many, many, many sins this year include editing the Wikipedia article for chili <laughs> so that the recipe includes meat from any living member of the 90s alternative rock group Smash Mouth. <laughs> and then a very, very close second. Tyler Sonicson. <laughs> Who by far his worst offense of the year is creating and marketing an illegal series of vape juices. <laughs> All based around members of the 90s rock group, Smash Mouth. <laughs> so for these and a number of other oddly Smash Mouth-centric offenses. There was also a fastball one, but that one didn't get very popular. No, it didn't. No, it didn't at all. Welcome to the hell that is Video Death Loop. a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. That's right. John Hurst and I are your co-hosts for this evening, and of course, dual co-hosting, not one over the other. Oh, yeah. no. We're usually, together now. How does work? Usually one of us is like the sub, and one is the dom, and uh, <laughs> big spoon, little spoon. That's why it's an audio Sport. podcast, folks. <laughs> and uh, we have special guests Tyler Sonicson and Shane Ryan with That's us me. as well. Hi. Both producers of Rainshine Comedy here in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's true. Yes. Yeah, so we are recording live at Friendly Town. Yeah, yeah. Live at Friendly Town. Which you can come and visit as well every Monday night starting at 7.30. Open mic and weird comedy afterward. Indeed, open borders only on Monday. Like, you cannot get you cannot get a visa any other day. See, Not I'm, yet. It's like Brigadoon. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's every week instead of like, it's what, 6,000 years or something ridiculous. I don't know. I, when you think about Brigadoon for just a second. Okay, I'm thinking I about do it. every day. That's literally all you can spend. <laughs> right, right. So Brigadoon comes out of the mist, I think, yep, sure. every hundred years. And some of those people are like 80 that live in Brigadoon, right? How fucking old is the world? And why were there 16th century Irish people at that point? See, yeah. right? It's one I don't know. Is that, is that really what... I don't know anything about Brigadoon. Brigadoon. 
that have nothing to do with our podcast. No, it's but it's a, a Saint ma- Patrick's it's, Day one. It's a magical town that comes out of the mist. I th- it's either in Ireland or Scotland. Someone, Ireland, I believe. Ireland, yes, okay. And it comes out of the mist for a single day every hundred years. And someone has to fall in love or the entire town dies, right? Yes, that's right. And Marty, <laughs> yeah. Marty will fly will It's a very, yeah. it's actually kind of a Japanese horror genre. <laughs> <laughs> you really think about it. The whole town it's, crawls out of a mirror, comes at you. Wait, is that when all those Japanese like teenagers have to kill each other for sport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. battle royale. Yeah, yeah, it's basically the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring it's, it's, the, it's the upcoming soft reboot. <laughs> battle royale, colon, Brigadoon. 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 Oh, Brigadoon. Are you guys, are you guys, we had a little bit of preamble before we started beginning. The Tyler Sonics and, and Shane Ryan have been very naughty this year, and they need redemption. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting redemption one way or the other. Fine. Uh, you're going to take it, and you're going to like it. Um, in the form of a video clip that we play on loop that we chose, that Aaron and I chose. This is the first yeah. time we've ever chose a clip together. Ooh. It's very scary. I feel honored. We held hands. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> just uh, patted him on the shoulder. Go, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's I, brought, good. I brought movie candy. Oh, oh good. What'd you bring? Raisinets. Oh. Uh, I got that at the uh, Regal Cinema. Uh, and I, I like to buy candy at the movie theater and sneak it into other places. Bring it home. I was about to say, I didn't see that in your hand earlier, so you must have snuck that in. I'm like, we'll have to, you know, enjoy it for now. So. Yeah, that's, oh, that's an amazing way to waste money, I have to say. <laughs> Every that's year I've got to find new ways. to being poor, I haven't often seen. <laughs> Tyler, do you have any movie candy? Do I have any movie candy? Um, no, no. I just, I just have these um, uh, nutty bars. Those are mine. Which are J- which are Shane's. Um, are nutty bars? He's, he's forwarding the gifts to me. Oh, oh he right. just he just found this out. Yeah, lots of tone for Mister. Yeah. Nice. So, but there are also there also are thanks to our friendly town bartending mayor Todd. We do have some uh, Christmas cakes. What are they called up at the bar? Uh, Christmas tree cakes. Christmas tree mm. cakes. Yeah. God, little Debbie got fucking creative with that name, huh? It's <laughs> <laughs> like we made this cake. What's it look like? They're Christmas also... tree. Yeah. What do you want to call it? Christmas tree cake. <laughs> it was exactly white. like that. Replace <laughs> the white with green and replace the black with red, and you know, from the zebra cakes, you get Christmas tree cakes. You know, there's not a whole lot of, you know. Not a whole lot of sidestepping involved at the Little Debbie factory. Yeah, no. I, also, why are we just throwing Little Debbie on the <laughs> like, They're not Little Debbie products. <laughs> well, are they not? Yeah, they are. Yeah, that, I would expect that out of out of the food scene. Oh, they are. Right. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You right. shut your dirty mouth. That's right. okay. Anybody knows about uncreative holiday cake names, it's me. It's just set that That's down true. Right. Every time he has a holiday party, he comes like, come come drink our Christmas punch and come drink our Christmas punch with Christmas cake. Yeah, no fucking kidding. I bought, I bought fall party cakes earlier this year. <laughs> fall party cakes. That sounds like a vague college suite. John, get this video started. Alright, we're getting this started. Right. And I'm going to have a little preamble. Someone mentioned something of this film earlier yeah. on the day and I, I had to like Kind of contained. It was like they're going to know a secret. They're going to know a secret. It's too late. Abort. Abort. But we're going to play it anyway. That's right, guys. We are going to play this video in three, two, one. All right. So it's from 20th century. Oh, that's right. It's. Is this the trailer for Home, for Home Alone Two, sir? Two. Lost in New York. Oh no. That's How right. are they not dead? 
It's holiday themed. Holiday, we will call you that. Oh, oh. All right, yeah. So let's take it. Let's take a quick. Bit. I would just like to talk about what we see first time through. What we should do is we should sing along with the whole thing. There are words. The yeah, for the edification of your podcast listeners, we should listen. We should sing along with the whole thing. I don't uh, know about when it starts again for the second time. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh, we have to watch this twice. Oh, oh well. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm a big fan. I know how this works. All right. Home Alone oh, 2, Los Angeles, New, New York. York. The, now, the audience should join us if, if they want to. Uh, we, we encourage it, yes. Yeah. And pick, pick your favorite part, sing along with us. Merry Christmas. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to have to talk about that when we uh, hear the mentions. What happens there? <sighs> All right, I think maybe once more I can handle. I think after well, that. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Here we go. Deck the halls with Marvin Harry. Ba la 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 la. Make the Christmas not so merry. Ba la 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 la. Give them bricks and give them wrenches. Ba la 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 la. One more Christmas in the trenches. Ba la 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 la. Toss and take them out to greet them. Ba la 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 la. Stand the toolbox out to greet them. Ba la 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 la. Turn the nails for Christmas dinner. La 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 la. Kevin is declared the winner. The trailer cheeky as fuck. Also, why would you why you know Kevin wins? Yeah, like why why go to the uh why go to the film? Uh, okay, I'll I have to admit something. Okay. Yes. I've never seen Home Alone 2. Get out! Whoa, whoa, whoa. So I'm concerned immediately wait, wait, by the amount of violence I'm seeing. Wait, Shane, Shane, Shane. Have you seen Home Alone 1? Yes. Then you've seen Home Alone yeah, 2. Yeah, it's, okay. the same, it's literally the same movie, except they have a bigger arena. It's another battle royale. Kevin is declared the winner at the end. <laughs> well, he declared the winner. Here's the thing about Home Alone 2, and I'm kind of quoting a friend of mine from Ohio in a conversation we had about Home Alone 2. Home Alone 1, Kevin, like, Chris Columbus and John Hughes covered their tracks, and they explained why Kevin is trapped in his house, and he's afraid of the cops, right. you know, because, like, the phone lines are down, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They yes. covered the plot holes. So, so he had to, like, he had no way of, like, stopping Marvin Harry from invading his house. In the second movie, he could have very easily just gone to the NYPD and told them, hey, these guys are going to rob Duncan's Choi Test at midnight. But instead, he just actively chooses to lure them into his urban death fortress. Because <laughs> Kevin is a maniacal bastard. Yeah. It's, it's called premeditated murder. Yeah. That's what it's called. Because I had to read the Wikipedia page, because it's been a long time since I've seen this. And he attempts... He goes to foil the robbery, but he doesn't stop there. He does lure them in. He spends the day making his traps. It's the equivalent of putting a Craigslist ad up, like for like like yes. casual encounters. This yeah. is the worst <laughs> misconnection of all time. Isn't yeah. it? You, well, Tim you Curry two were is there. there, to be fair. Tim Curry, I think he's a bellhop. Yes. Also, a the special is in this one. Special guest, yeah, Donald Trump. He is shows up. Sense. President of the United States, Not of yet. course. Not yet. Until you, we've been on when you listen to this. <laughs> We still got a States. <laughs> All right. So, so also, this entire preview is composed completely of Kevin just brutalizing the wet bandits. These are the parts that you want to see. Yeah, I mean, but they're all the trailer. trailer. Yeah. Isn't this then the entire like middle of the movie? Then is ever seen? Is it. there any? Yeah. Is there any way this trailer makes you doubt Kevin's going to win the movie? <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a part where Kevin may be sad for another human being, but it's literally iterating a part from the first movie where he was scared of his neighbor, and now he's just scared of a homeless woman. <laughs> 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 Basically, <laughs> the elderly. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Kevin doesn't care for the elderly. Every home alone, Kevin comes closer and closer to finding someone he should be scared of. <laughs> he goes, you, that's, how, that's how, where the, that's his, that's his uh, vacation scenario, where so, he like goes to find places that he, and people that he's scared of in city to city. So in Home Alone 3, when he meets a gymnastics coach, what, what's happening in this? Yeah, Home Alone 3. Home Alone 3. In Home Alone 3, he is lost in the, in the Grand Canyon, where he, of course, meets a touchy-feely gymnastics coach. <laughs> I'm not sure about it, but they have to share a canteen. Harvin, Does he Harvin. also kill somebody with marbles in the Grand Canyon? <laughs> Harvin Mary at the top. Harvin Mary. Harry and Mar. Yeah. Marvin Harry, of course, replaced... Oh. Harvard. What the fuck am I saying? That's a good question. Wet bandits in Home Alone 3 slip on marble. Stop saying wet bandits. Also, that makes me feel weird. Uh, well, no, the wet bandits in the first movie. I saw that movie. Oh, yeah, the second movie. There's the sticky bandits in the second one. There's the sticky bandits? Which would you prefer, Shane? Oh, I have ideas for the third movie. Look, in the third movie, they are called the Vaginal Juices Bandits. That's right. I would watch that movie. <laughs> it's just Christopher Columbus let go of the franchise. As Kevin gets older and progressively going to the PG-13 rating, it just gets worse and worse. This is, um, I, oh, this is fantastic. You know, Joe Pesci used to be an actor. That's what I look at this. I watch this, this tra trailer and that's what I say. Is Joe Pesci used to be an actor. He also, I, the thing that impressed me the most about Joe Pesci in Home Alone 1 was how he's probably one of cinema's great swearers. And he managed to not swear an actual swear once in the entirety of Home Alone. Even, if he, even oh, after he gets ow. shot in the junk with a BB gun, he manages to not swear. And I was swearing that. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean... I was swearing about there. Okay, there's like a lot yeah. of wrenches on your head. <laughs> I mean, this, is, this is an OSHA problem. <laughs> this is really... <laughs> of course, I'm, Joe Pesci is, is an actor's actor, and he demanded that this be a method film. Oh, of course, when he hits, gets hit on the head with that wrench, Production stopped for like two weeks while he recovered from a concussion. It's like, okay, I'm sorry, but that take was not very good, Joe Pesci. We're gonna have to do that again. He was. This this trailer is fascinating to me because it truly tells me nothing about the movie, other than people are going to get the hell beat out of them. This is like a WWE promo. This was actually the highlight reel. This and Home Alone One was for Macaulay Culkin, the good son. That's like that's the promo reel. Let's show that. Like you're hired. <laughs> but did he did at some point in Home Alone 2, and my memory's kind of fuzzy, did he unleash Play a swarm of bees on Harry and Marvy? Or, or Harry I'm sure and he Harry did. Harry Marvy! Harry Marvy! Harry Marvy! Y'all don't know other names either. It's uh, Marvin Harry. That's their Marvin adopted Marvy. kids. Harry getting Marvy. killed on the sidewalks in New York, falling in a hole. I think that was my girl. I'm mistaken. Oh. My girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. My yeah girl. Was, uh, Didn't he die from bees in my girl? That's the joke, Aaron. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep up here. Keep. Oh! Also, right. there's literally nothing that Harry and Marv are being subjected to in this preview that humans would survive. <laughs> they're, they're, I remember the first one, you know, they could, you know, they get hit in the face with a paint can. That's a broken nose. But you survive that. Like, there's one scene where Harry, yeah, it, that just happened. He just blew up a house in New York. He blew up a house, though. Like, Kevin puts kerosene into a toilet. And he lights Harry's head on fire, so Harry basically jumps up in amazing acrobatic style, holding onto the toilet bowl, dips his head into the toilet bowl, and blows the fuck out of the room. <laughs> and he emerges like slightly ashen. Did, did, you, did you guys stick through the credits of Home Alone 2? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, no, there is a stinger. At the oh, end, 
they're both in a hospital room. The nurses, you hear them talking, wow, I can't believe they weren't damaged at all. They're, they're alive, they're just asleep. Because when they open their eyes, who's there to greet them? Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. <laughs> there to invite them to the Avengers Initiative because they've proven that they are invulnerable to harm. Home Alone 4, after the debacle of the vaginal bandits at the Grand Canyon. But that is a giant trench. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were a little bit on the nose with that. With, with that. Finally, that's when Disney gets a hold of the property, and it, they merge in. It, it, like, it is a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ah, that makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah. So... Clearly, uh, Kevin is the villain in the Avengers from here on out. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. like yeah. And he, he, I don't, I know. Just watching this trailer, however thousand times we've already watched it, uh, <laughs> I have, I've learned to understand that he is not the hero of this movie. Oh no. I used to think growing up because I was the perfect gauge for Home Alone when this these movies came out, right. and I was really like I loved Home Alone growing up. And like I had, I, you know, I had the terrifying Macaulay Culkin stand up like from a video rental store. Did you really? I, I really did. I wish I had it still because I would have brought was it, it here today. Was it the Home Alone Was it the Home Was it him shirtless with his hands on his face? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was about to say. That would be. That would be. That would be a weird Christmas present. <laughs> why, why isn't that still around? <laughs> Uh, but, but like, but at the perfect age, I remember, like, yeah, Kevin's really giving it to those adults. And then I realized, I'm looking more, the older I get, the more I realize, like, Kevin's a psychopath. So Kevin is here to murder us all. He is the angel of death. You know what? There is another movie in this uh, uh, universe, uh, which is we need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> Abandoning him, it just they they subliminally realize that he's a problem and they must get rid of him. And they, every time they go on vacation, they just forget him. And they're like, "Oh man, we feel really ba really bad about that. Really bad. Totally yeah. bad." Also, also, you know, to, I have to I have to say this is one of the most fascinating pre 9 11 New York movies out there. <laughs> First of all, Kevin's able to just accidentally get on the wrong flight to New York. That, that with was, electronics, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and shampoo, probably. Yeah. The, first movie, the first movie, they accidentally, Uncle Frank accidentally threw, oh no, it's John Hurd, his dad, throws away Kevin's plane ticket to right. cover that pothole. Again, John Hughes and Chris Columbus amazingly covered potholes in the first movie. This time around, Kevin's there in the airport, but he gets on the wrong flight, and they cover the pothole by having him put his headphones on to not realize that they're going to New York rather than Miami. Like that's the plot. Like what's gonna what's coming to? He's gonna put his headphones on. He's gonna tune it out. You know those kids today. Like la la la. I'm not listening to the plot of the film. Yeah. And ironically, it's a French guy who's sitting next to him on the plane home too. So the French guy starts speaking French to him as an homage, I believe, to Home Alone One. That's Who is French. speaking French in homage to Home Alone they go to One? France and Home Alone One. Oh. Kevin didn't go to France. Well, <laughs> Kevin doesn't know what French is. For yeah. Kevin, this is not an homage. <laughs> but I, I see your point. Continue, <laughs> sir. It's just a reminder of another horrible Christmas. Is all it is for him. Yeah. So basically, what I, as someone who's I haven't worked in the industry, but I have a lot of friends I went to school with who do. And I can only imagine how many like late night just smoking and fighting sessions went into the production of this movie. Because they were probably the people who didn't want to just make it shot for shot except in New York, Home Alone 1. Right. But they literally took every single plot point 
every single plot point from Home Alone 1 and put it into Home Alone 2. There's like, there's like this, the person that Kevin's scared of who eventually saves him in the end. There's, you know, the Harry and Marv escape from prison or whatever, and they, and he decides to take out his, his childlike aggression on Harry and Marv. Okay, there really aren't that many plot points that are exactly <laughs> the same. But it is a very, it is the same movie where they're like, what, do we, do we have to have a creepy bird woman in this movie? Yes, we have to have a creepy bird woman. Why can't we have, like, old man Marley follow them to New York with his, like, bucket of bummies. Why can't we just have him do that? Like, Robert's Blossom isn't available. We need to get this crazy bird woman. Because we're making art here, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> did Chris it Columbus direct this movie slightly, too? He uh, did. Yes, he did. He okay. did. Christopher Columbus, oh, still an immortal, <laughs> still alive, <laughs> discovering America, taking credit for discovering stuff. He did right there. A it's lot good. of bullshit for 500 years. Home Alone 1 and 2. Are there any CDC statistics on how many adults were murdered by children after watching this movie? Oh, I'm sure by the dozens. I mean, <laughs> we can look it up. It's fine. Okay, they might survive the turpentine cans falling on them. They might barely they, survive. They, they will not be happy. They would not survive getting, like, the full weight of a tool chest crushing them against the wall. That would be an empty tool chest. See, I'm, I'm trying to imagine what the story is from my perspective, having never seen the movie. I'd love to hear it. I'd and, love to hear it, Shane. Beat by beat. Let's let's go back to the beginning, shall All we? Right. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, we got 26 seconds here. Fades out. out. Christopher Columbus <laughs> film. Parentheses. Yes, the same one that discovered America. Yes, indeed. Fades in. Get you ready? Get you ready? Here we go. Yeah, so the movie I imagine this is yes. is pretty much you know 20th Century Fox as you mentioned is going to start out here because it yes, just like that, just like that, and it's a, it's about a group of guys, veterans from Vietnam, who are being harassed by uh, an infiltrating spy uh, who has disguised himself as an American child, uh, who is now coming to murder them for because they know what he did there. Pause, 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 <laughs> pause. Are you suggesting that Vietnamese? Fully grown men can dress as American children with the same size. I just want to find out how racist. Just want to find out how racist we're getting before we move on. I'm not being racist. I'm just telling you. Or is you, it a Vietnamese child? It could be a Vietnamese child. Not racist. Let's not continue racist. with that. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, basically the whole idea is they know secrets about what happened in the POW camps. Okay. And, <laughs> and he is basically retorturing them all over again. Rambo first blood part over again. He's, he's living out his father's legacy, finishing oh. the torture his father did not complete. I see. And, and there's, he's lighting the fuse, he's going to blow them up. Um, <laughs> basically, they're the good guys. They're the, the good people. guys. This is like Rambo, yeah. uh, but different. Rambo, I see it. <laughs> I'm on board. I see it. I'm, I'm on board. And I see two thumbs up in our future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... So, okay, so let's establish, well, let's figure out, let's look at this tapestry we've created so far. So Home Alone 2 is actually a Vietnamese, Vietnam war film. A Vietnam yes. war film. Featuring POWs being harassed by the child of a Vietnamese torture agent. Yes. Okay, it is the prequel to Home Alone 3, where the wet bandits are now the vaginal juices bandits, yes. and they're trying to rob the Grand Canyon of all of its moisture. Yes. Okay, which is, of course, the last film before it gets wrapped up into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where I feel like a lot of that stuff is going to get the Mickey Mouse scrub. Well, don't there, forget, there, there is the, before the retcon, there was We Need to Talk About Kevin, where he does shoot oh, up yes. a school. Uh, <laughs> so I think you're going to have to explain to me, I, we need to talk about Kevin, because 
I'm not aware of what that well, film that's, is. That's a good movie with Tilda Swinton where uh, Kevin shoots up a school. Uh, okay. Spoiler. That, uh, that's, that's a Kevin, in a terrifying way. In a terrifying way. Uh, and so he columbines the place. And All I feel right. like this kid would. Uh, I feel like he would go completely columbine. I like how you've used the tragedy as a verb. He columbines I'm the place. I'm, I'm trying something new. Okay. No, I'm a board. I'll can, allow it. Yeah, it's fine. Boy, it's I, fine. I feel so Rwandan right now. Uh, <laughs> see, this is what this is what you guys go for a video death loop, right? It just gets nuts. Yeah. No, no, we're about, we're about to be more of the way there. I think <laughs> where we really need to be operating. See, I feel like at. that sewage is just where I'm going with this at this point. I like, to, I like to point out that the house they're all in is actually the like the, the, I think the cousin of the guy that they're originally visiting in France. Yeah. And then he just has an abandoned place in New York that Kevin. I forget. Does he just break in? Does Kevin break in? Because I assume he does. Probably. Yeah. He breaks in. And I, I think they're renovating. That's the plot line. That is not a renovation. Yeah. That is a teardown. Uncle Stu or something, McAllister. It's like, of course, they're super rich because they have like a fancy brownstone on Fifth Avenue in New York. Like, yeah. 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 There's no way the McAllister family does not like work for some big time like. I don't know. There are some sketchy dealings happening. I feel yeah. like if you really looked at this movie, this is like this is all of what uh, of what the you know it's what Bernie Sanders was talking about, man. We've got the rich, the McAllisters, the one of these brownstones, they're flying to Paris at the drop of a hat, whatever, and you've got these poor Vietnam vets. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Who know the POW secrets? They know things. They the know secrets. Things. No one will listen to. No. People, yeah, they're, they're being discredited because they're, you know, they're veterans. No one wants to hear their story. Yeah, they're right. So they planned this heist of Duncan's toy chest. It's totally harmless. They're going in the middle of the night. They're going to steal some toys, make a big splash. No because it's they're Christmas. for toys for tots, I imagine. Right, yeah. And when they get arrested, then everyone will listen to their story. And they'll yeah. find out how Kevin McAllister is actually a Vietnam sleeper agent. He's a sleeper agent. Yeah. Look, he's blowing up houses in downtown New York. Obviously. I'm fairly certain he's that's a security up with issue. ISIS, obviously. Yeah. Again, this Vietnam. is a pre-9-11. Yeah. <laughs> no one back, was thinking about that, that was when they were watching this. <laughs> no one was thinking like, hey, you know what? Terrorism. Like, you know what else people <laughs> thought was funny? Uh, Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. No one saw that coming. He was played. He was played as a gag in this film. It was like, look at this stupid guy that's never going to be president. <laughs> and and he, even, even the movie shrugs him off. In the cameo that he has in the movie, like Macaulay Culkin, uh, like, where, where's the, where's the lobby at? And Trump, Trump goes down the hall to the left and just like kind of walks off. And they, the movie doesn't care about him at this point. It just. Yeah, in the credits, he's listed as never going to be President <laughs> Donald Trump as himself. So this movie is just basically a giant tragedy. Uh, it, it is. Oh yeah. It is. It get, like I said, though, after once we get to, we need to talk about Kevin, which is where I feel the wet bandits, sticky bandits, vaginal juice bandits, and Kevin really starts. That's separate. what they brought J.J. Abrams in to fix everything. That's right. That's <laughs> right. The reboot. We need to talk about Kevin. It's sort of the dark end of Kevin's story. It's the Nolan story. But yeah. Harry and Marv, they really do become an integral part of the Avengers during like the them. Infinity Gauntlet cycle, if you know oh, what I mean. You know, no. neither, of, neither of them could also do anything after this movie. You notice that? Like, Joe Pesci had eight heads in a duffel bag and gone fishing. That was, like, hit... That was it for him after this. Daniel Stern had bushwhacked. 
Actually, no, that's not true. Breaking Away. He was the comic relief. <laughs> he breaking played a bicycle in Breaking Away. Yeah, he was the he was a bicycle in Breaking Away. <laughs> Have you seen a picture of him recently on Wikipedia? I saw a video of him on Facebook where he found a tarantula in his garage, and he did that scream from Home Alone One. Like he he didn't like do oh, the exact scream, but he replicated the that's scream. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like. Hey, but that's guys. what people paid for Daniel Stern for, you know. <laughs> He just kind of looks like Rasputin. Yells yeah. at a spider. Yeah. Gets his twenty dollar check and leaves. And that was one of cinema's greatest screams. Sort of a, a Wilhelm scream. So. Oh, we have we have, we have, a, we have a question from the audience. I think you guys you guys missed out. This is just like a conservative training film about having two gay dads. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Watch. Like check it out. Two gay dads adopt you. <laughs> <laughs> They're bubbling, but man, aren't they cute? <laughs> right? So this is the different metaphorical pratfalls that they fall into. Oh, it's all a metaphor. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay. They well, should be working for the union, but instead the tools fall on them. Oh, it's a metaphor. Yeah. And it, you see, he's just dumping. Dumping all his shit on them because he's kind of upset about his parents abandoning him. As and he just can't understand why his two gay dads are better than him. See, look how excited he is <laughs> about trying to run away from his two gay dads. This them trying to work out why all right, so they could light a light in his life. It's amazing. Thank you, Random Moments. I would never expected. I feel the work on so many levels all at the same time. Really deep it's, art emotional impact. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, this is really where the Avengers, I think, uh, went weird. I think that's uh, really yeah, what I, yeah, Avengers exactly. 2 was missing. There's that little, that what you're missing, there's that little shot of, uh, of Kevin just lighting the light in their life. You know what I mean? As I see they're what climbing you're down the rope. It's a metaphor, man. Okay, so they're... They've been beat up by the world. They've been beat up by their jobs. What? And their they, child. Their child. <laughs> but in the end, this could also be a training film for two gay dads that want to adopt a child. They're like, listen, it could get dicey. <laughs> Especially in the 90s after our kids have been hopped up on Mountain Dew and Home Alone movies. Exactly. And then but if you can go through all this metaphorically. Right. You also... That's what's rearing a child. I feel like yeah. that version of the film is like it actually opens up with a scene with like a celebrity guest, like maybe Luke Perry or somebody relevant from the time. It's like, hey, are you a couple of gay dudes looking to adopt a kid? It's like an industrial film. I'm like, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> it's Luke got some Perry and Barb want got... to adopt a kid. <laughs> and then we cut to different scenes from Home Alone as examples of the ways things might go wrong and right. And then at the end, he gets adopted by MC Scat Cat from that fucking video. <laughs> Are you talking about Don't Copy That Floppy? Don't copy that floppy. <laughs> Have you guys done an episode with Don't Copy That Floppy? Not like, yet. Not yet. It's on the list now. This is the point in the podcast. I, I, like I said, I, this is my first time on Video Death Loop. Uh, it, the, the video is seeming shorter every single time. Have you got to that little area in your head where you're trying to forget that it's actually playing, but it really is, and you cannot escape no matter what you do? Because that's what's happened to me every time. Oh, so, right. yeah, I, I am just that. mentally calculating medical bills when I watch this. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the truth of being old, right? They're not insured for any of this. No. That 
that banister cost a lot of money. And he's that's just, right. that's gonna be people coming out. That, that whole wall's gonna you come get down. Two bids. I like this also. None of the lights go out on the either side of that explosion. It's just right in the middle. And no one cares. That's, no one cares. That's why you know he's a trained pro. Exactly. That's the professionalism you get that's right. with the Vietnamese insurgents. <laughs> with, with a Manchurian candidate like Right, that. exactly. <laughs> Holy shit, Donald Trump, Manchurian candidate, Vietnam, ISIS. It's all coming together. Homo 2 is where the world converges. <laughs> that's where the timeline went astray. Holy shit! <laughs> Where right. so I, I need to look in here. Right, for... So now the next time, now it's started again. So let's look for points of the singularity. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you see the hole? Yeah. literally falls through a giant plot hole. In the <laughs> and then the wrench represents the Masons, I think. <laughs> also the Masons. Not just the Union keeping his gay dads down. <laughs> Who are also escaped Viet Vietnam POWs with a secret, trying to get out the benevolent message on Christmas. Also, by the way, I have to say, this house, the renovating house that Kevin makes into his torture chamber, uh, there is no way there aren't like 13 like squatters living in the basement of this house. There, there, like, is, a, there is a ska <laughs> band playing a show right now. <laughs> This was the it's, 90s. It's Mephiscopheles. It's, uh, <laughs> I think Jesus was closed down for the night, so they had to make do with this flop house on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this might be where that Juggalo house party from earlier was actually going to be happening. Yeah. Oh, man. Do we have to watch this again? No, no, we have to keep watching. Oh, did we, did John and I tell you about no, the we best, we the did best rule of all of this? Which, what is the rule? Which is that you guys can't tap out. It has oh, to be one of us. The rule has to stay in. Look, it's I, a weird time. I'm divorced. I'm 48. I could do this all night, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you've got nothing to take me down. Let's try it. <laughs> also, it has that line, one more Christmas in the trenches. I think this is a, this is a Vietnam yeah, slash World War War. Back. Back. Yeah, yeah. Like War. They told me they weren't going to send me back. back. But now I'm thinking that uh, Marv and Harry do join the Avengers as the ambiguously gay duo. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. They had to really get in there and get that license from NBC. There's a cross-universe right? thing going on. Yeah, I got you. We yeah. also see Kevin throwing bricks with amazing accuracy and hitting Marvin in the forehead. Perfect. I think that's from his supervillain training skills. Yeah, yeah. So, so they joined the Avengers. Avengers Civil War Two. And we have another special guest that wants to come up. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. We're good. Another random stranger off the street. Hello, random stranger. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, I just wanted to uh, hit you guys with some hard facts about the Home Alone series. Okay, oh, go ahead. Um, don't hit us. One is Macaulay Culkin has a scar on his hand from yes. uh, when Joe Pesci bit him. And it's like real when he like bites his hand and it bleeds. Yeah. And he's like still got a scar from that on his hand. Okay, secondly, wow. one of my favorite <laughs> episodes of Mythbusters, or this is a fever dream. They, <laughs> it's good either way. Either way it's gonna work out. They do all of the sort of things from home alone to like replications of humans. And like spoiler alert, all of that shit would kill you in real life. Wow! You know, it's like they show like a swinging paint can hitting like ballistic gel, and it's just <laughs> like, yeah, that would smack your brains all over the back of the wall. That only makes me want to see Home Alone two redone, but with like like really slow FPS cameras to like see the see the the massive effects on Harry and Mark, like the, like the ripples of flesh, like like the slow mo with the X ray that yeah, like shows yeah. you the insides of their body. 
now that uh, now that we have uh, well, now that we've got Disney money involved, I think that may be a thing that could be possible <laughs> for Home Alone Four: Civil War Two. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. Electric. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. I uh, can they reboot this with Kevin as the parent? I, well, like he's, he's, he could be old. Yeah, in between Macaulay Culkin's Pizza Underground Velvet, like that, Velvet Underground cover band. That is a real thing, by the way. Very real yeah. thing. That's what he does. I think he's looking. I think he's looking to do something. Here. Yeah, like, sure he the is. The Force Awakens showed us that the soft reboot could, could work in this mm -hmm. modern time period, right? Yeah. Kevin gets somebody pregnant. We don't know who. Maybe it's the pigeon lady. It's the pigeon lady. It's, it's, pigeon lady. it's the homeless pigeon lady. They, it was a spring-winter romance. She's long since dead. He's raising them by themselves. It's just him also, and a couple of pigeons. Also, can we talk about how, how crappy the security is at the New York Metropolitan Opera House or wherever at, like, at Carnegie Hall? It's in Carnegie Hall. She lives upstairs in Carnegie Hall. They never address... They just, like, address, they give that to us as it's a thing that just makes sense. It's like, yeah, homeless pigeon lady lives upstairs in Carnegie Hall. Puts no one's, of the opera yeah, no one's been up there to, and noticed the 700 pigeons that hang out in the rafters <laughs> at Carnegie Hall. Maybe that's no, that's, that's a disguise. Maybe that like like there's like 700 pigeons up there. I'm not going up there. You know how those pigeons got there? How? Practice. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole long prequel I want to see. It's just 700 pigeons practicing their instrument. Try practicing, trying to get into Carnegie Hall. You don't even know. It's it's one of those movies. That you know it's tied into the to the rest of the series of the franchise. Like but Rogue One, but with pigeons. Right. But you <laughs> you don't really get to it until at the very last scene. It's like the pigeon lands in the in the top there, and you see Kevin for a second using that creepy ass CG they use for like General or for General Tarkin okay. or Admiral Tarkin. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Grandma. <laughs> yeah, Grandma. Thank you, Thank you, Random Stranger. Grandmother Tarkin. Got it. No, that's right. I, I wanted to get sued by Lucasfilm today. Uh, he doesn't pay attention anymore. <laughs> what else is he supposed to do? He sold the only thing he had going for him. So wait, does this tie into like the Star Wars spinoffs now too? Well, it's all by Disney. It's all Disney. It's all Disney. If Princess Leia is a Disney princess, and this is related to... Uh, yeah, I think, I think yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially oh, all these universes will collide. Yeah, they will. Home Alone, uh, Marvel, Pigeon Practicing, <laughs> Vietnam War. That makes sense. I believe that was called uh, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is basically like this is really a sequel to Apocalypse Now that got scrapped. They just like kept most of the movie. <laughs> Extensive reach. Weirdly, yeah. weirdly, it's all it's all like the original film. Like he just happened to be in New York when he was filming that day. Somehow he's just like, I'm gonna film yeah. a bunch of war scenes here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. Okay. Like like Harry. I'm tapping. What? I'm tapping. What, John? I can't. I can't. Oh. I can't. I'm, I'm about to be um. Oh, I win. You do. I'm taking this video. Luke Bowman watching it. Everyone loses. Yes. Shane, you have to keep watching this. For the rest of the night. <laughs> I, love, I love the smell of turpentine. In the and, and then, so we oh. please turn this off, and we're not going to be watching it anymore. I can't. We're do just going to stare at the two gay dads, <laughs> looking gay like longingly up the sky, wishing for their son to be adopted for them. This is also reminiscent of the single when I was seven. The single funniest moment of the first Home Alone, when Joe Pesci slips on the icy steps and falls back, 
And there's this like superior angle shot of him just lying there going, <laughs> and that was the height of comedy when you're seven. And I won't lie, still makes me laugh at 33. It still makes me laugh out loud every time it happens. It's just, just old people making pain noises. That's the height of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a hoot. Let me tell you. <laughs> you also forgot the silly face. You forgot the silly oh, yeah. face. It's just me at five in the morning. Yeah, folks, uh, thanks for coming out to see this live. Give yourself a round of applause, please. Yes, for thank you. You survived, too. You are all winners as well. I'm not a winner. I lost. So I tapped out. For being, I believe, we could say without question, the weirdest room in Knoxville tonight. There's no question there. Uh, and also, thanks to Friendly Town for having us out. Yes, thank really you. Great. Great. Thanks so much. They have, they have a new podcast. You should check it out on iTunes. I think Friendly Town, Friendly Town Radio? It is Friendly Town Radio. Friendly Town Radio. And you can also find us on Facebook if you guys don't mind me plugging my page on your... On your, this is no, a really has, weird. This yeah. is a really weird. It's like, on two podcasts, podcasts at once, right? I've never, yeah. yeah, I've never once like. This is basically like one of those like split like release LPs yeah. or something. Or like like that. Choose your side, doll. Yeah, it's who, a choose your loyalty. Who makes yeah. the money? You know, who makes the profit? It's well, a podcast, so absolutely nobody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, the sponsors uh, win. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. my graphic novel Brigadoom is coming out. Brigadoom, so. yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so check out Friendly Town Radio, download that, subscribe to that, rate them if you like that, and please do subscribe to Video Death Loop if you're oh, not yeah, already. Yeah. Um, Shane, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, we'll just check out rainshinecomedy.com. Uh, you can find out what's uh, what we got going on. If it's not yet January 19th and Inauguration Weekend, when you're listening to this, uh, you can also check out whatajokenox.com. Yeah. Uh, we are Knoxville is participating as one of 29 cities across the country putting on a national comedy festival on inauguration weekend to raise money for the ACLU. And we will have 40 comics in Knoxville performing on five stages over two nights. Amazing. Be good times. Good, yeah. good work. Good Waterjokeknox.com. We'll all be soon summarily executed by Donald Trump after that. <laughs> or, or forced to be in the next Home Alone movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, fuck it, that's what Disney signed me up. Kevin's now 36 and still being abandoned by his Yeah, family. the ambassador for hijinks. We get to be the, uh, we get to be the vaginal drivers bandits at that yeah. point. So. Oh, God. It's just being abandoned by his family at Christmas at that point is just them very pointedly not inviting him to the Facebook event. <laughs> Also, um, we, we are Video Death Loop. Come, uh, like, subscribe to us. Um, go to videodeathloop.com. You'll find a way to subscribe. Use your favorite podcast link thing out on the internet. There's plenty of ways. Please find us. Yeah, and uh, if you have any questions about uh, what we talk about in this episode or any other, yeah. you can send us an email at questions at videodeathloop.com, and we will read it on air. Ooh. Over and over and over again. Over and over and over. <laughs> we haven't got that crazy yet again. <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming out, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye. Bye.